0: Greetings and salutations, DMs, GMs, referees, judges, game operations directors, and all other varieties of storytellers. This is your DM, Scott, and it's time for Monster in Minutes. This week we're talking about Thools. It is said that a Thool and his gold will soon be parted. What's that you say? I have a list? No, we're talking about one of the more odd monsters in D and D's past. The Thool sounds like. Ghoul, doesn't it? With a little dash of hobgobby and troll. Curious? Well, you should be, because I've been digging through all of DM Bill's old original print D&D books that are in mint condition and hermetically sealed. Uh Uh-oh. Where can you find them? Well, you can find a Thule in the Dungeons & Dragons Basic Rules set. Circa 1981. That's the one by Gary Gyjax and Dave Arneson. D&D Basic Set, 1983, D&D Rules Cyclopedia, one of my favorites, so if you haven't looked through it, you should. 1991, Nastara Monstrous Compendium Appendix from 1994, and most recently, Dave Arneson's Blackmoor in 2004. Now, they've been gone for a while. Let's pull them out of retirement and add them to your D&D game to throw these clever players of yours a curveball. So back in the day, the Thule had an armor class of six. Well, that was pretty good back then because 10 was the low one. So what we're looking at nowadays is probably around 14. Their hit dice were three. So hit dice back in the old days was how many D8s you rolled for their hit points. They moved fast, about 40 feet or 120 if they were moving like at a good clip. They got Two claw attacks and one weapon attack. Their damage was 1d3, 1d3, or a weapon. And back in those days, we did a number of peering. So that's how many you could encounter. So 1 to 6 or 1 to 10, depending on where they were. And these saved as fighters. So all their saving throws were on the fighter chart. Uh, Everybody had their own everything back then. It It was a lot to manage. And their alignment was chaotic. So, folks, they were evil because that was really the only... Uh, alignments. We didn't have chaotic evil back in those days in basic D&D. You had to be an advanced D&D to get a chaotic evils, lawful evils, stuff like that. But these guys are evil. They're bad guys. Irredeemable. Now, thools are a magical combination of ghouls, trolls, and hobgoblins. So imagine that threesome. It is believed that they came to be as a result of magical experiments conducted by some really bored wizards. Back in the day, wizards did a lot of experimenting, which is where quite a few of the D&D monsters had their origins. And I really like those origins. I like the idea of some crazy wizard in a tower playing with things he really shouldn't be playing with and creating some form of hideous menace. Ghouls, unlike ghouls, are alive and not undead and can reproduce just like you and me which is equally as gross as that threesome image you probably just had in your head. Thools eventually became a species unto themselves. As the story goes, Thools made their first appearance in the Dungeons and Dragons role-playing game in the introductory module that accompanied this set. It is said that Thools were actually supposed to be ghouls, but because of a typo, it read Thule. The creators of the game went with it and created a whole new monster. Now... This is the legend. And as far as I know, it has not been confirmed as fact. If anybody knows whether or not it has been confirmed as fact, please hop onto our Facebook page and start a discussion about that. I'm dying to learn where you got that information. Now, how would you use them? Well, let's rock it old school, shall we? I'd forget about the whole established species race thing. Let's go back to the beginning. A very old wizard who lives in a large manor house on an island has been experimenting for many, many years with the various species of the world. He's also been whipping up some from scratch as well. What he is doing is writing a recipe book of how to alter and create species in a lab, not genetics. Good old-fashioned magic with no further explanation needed. Don't go getting scientific with your D&D. Maybe the PCs were captured in a raid, this wizard is going to need to get his test subjects somehow, right? Now they are transported to this island lab to be experimented on. Have them captured with a bunch of other people so you can use those other people or monsters as an example of what dangers and horrors await them. Doubtless, the PCs will want to beat feet first chance they get. The wizard's manor house is in a protected compound. Protected from what? Well, once they escape the compound and enter the island, they discover that the wizard has essentially tossed his experiments over the fence. The PCs will encounter many monsters that have been magically created by this wizard roaming freely throughout the jungle or forest. Some may be allies. Others may not be. And the Thule, well, you put them wherever you see fit. You're the DM after all, aren't you? Maybe we'll talk about more monsters with origins and magical experiments. That'd be fun, wouldn't it? As you may have guessed, the humble Thule appears to be on the D&D Endangered Monsters list. No doubt this came from 50 years of adventurers overpoaching them and destroying the natural habitat. Shame on you. My group is probably responsible in some part for that as well. So let's do our part and stop the disappearance of the Thule. Put them in your next session. Now let's get this book back in the Mylar Protector with the backing board and seal it in the glass case before DM Bill gets back. And that's this week's A Monster in Minutes featuring The Thule. This is your DM, Scott. See you next time in the dojo.